0: Hello oh, and welcome to "A Star to Steer Her By" episode fifty-three.
1: Woo! Or do we mean? Or do we mean wheels? Baby, fucking wheels!
0: chris and joining me today are and jay kid <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by Michelob. That
2: would explain our behavior If anyone could possibly stomach Michelob yeah. uh,
3: You know I've never had it but no, Were no. they
2: really spo- like? Here's the thing They actually do say Michelob in the film They do
3: they order Michelob so, And then both actors make a gross face when they sip it
2: So did Michelob like, give them money to be like Woohoo we're going to be in this great Star Trek movie And oh. then they saw it and they were
0: like What the fuck is this <laughs> I didn't realize Jillian I've always noticed Shatner make
3: a face I didn't realize Jillian did which, yeah. I
0: mean, that's her fault. She ordered yeah, you it. You could have ordered better beer, bitch. Fucking hell. I, like if Coors I'm going to guess, like I'm going to
3: say that it probably wasn't real beer in the glasses that they yeah. were drinking from, and it, whatever it was didn't. Taste good? Yeah, no. Well, I, yeah, I mean. You don't think
2: it was an intentional slight against Michelob? No,
3: I, I would ex- like because it looked, it was a totally natural reaction that you'd have if you drank something, maybe expecting to drink beer and it wasn't. I, don't I mean,
1: know. I don't think Kirk knows what beer tastes like, so Kirk, Kirk, Kirk would make.
3: I mean,
0: like. I mean, beer,
1: beer of the past, Synthahol.
0: I know when I expect mm-hmm. to drink beer and end up with Michelob, I'm aghast. <laughs> she didn't order Zimas. Uh, had the movie been made in the early 90s she totally would have anyway or
2: off ice anyway
3: wine cooler
0: so it's Star Trek 4 The Voyage Home the one which I believe I said in that last week even folks that don't really know Star Trek maybe have seen but even so our usual procedure will follow
2: Talking for way too long about the summary of the film, yes. the show in question. yes
3: it's also that's just a weird way to phrase it. Just, just run it, just do it quick. Anyway, rip it off like a mandate. A big
0: old probe heads towards Earth, fucks up some spaceships, and yes, and space dock on the way, and starts ionizing the Earth's atmosphere and fucking up the oceans. Yeah. Meanwhile, on Vulcan, the crew of the Enterprise is getting ready to head back to Earth to face the music from everything they did back in three. How do you feel? Yes, kerploding the Enterprise and fucking up the Excelsior and all that other shit. So they start heading back, uh, but you know, before they get there, they get a a message from the president of the Federation, being like, "Oh God, stay away from Earth. This probe is fucking us." And uh, as probes
1: are wont to do, seriously,
0: yeah. yeah, poor choice of phrasing. And Spock is all like, hmm, the signal's being directed towards Earth's oceans. And Uhura is a fucking wizard and can totally make it sound like it's underwater and oh shit, that sounds like whale song. Spock thinks this but doesn't say it because he's a Vulcan. He then goes and confirms it's whale song so they decide, alright, well, whales, especially humpback whales, which this one is particularly interested in, are totally dead because they went extinct 200 odd years ago. Time for time warp. They go back in time, they find out about George and Gracie, these two captive hunchbacks, humpbacks rather. Um, Put your hands on your hips.
3: And bring, bring your,
2: your knees, knees in, in tight, tight. there's the the a pelvic thrust, thrust
0: that
3: really drives you insane. insane, let's do the time warp again.
0: And now throw rice at the screen. Yep. That's not what happens there, but I, know no, no, I don't know much about it. I don't think anything happens yeah. there except people get up and yeah, dance, they but uh,
2: they throw toilet paper at one point. There we go. Where the hell was I? Oh, you're yeah, right. It's at the wedding. You're right. Yes, they, but they used not to during that. that Well, scene. they actually funny. They don't do that anymore because it's a fucking mess that the people who clean the theaters don't want to deal with. And That's then fun. birds explode.
3: That's why they don't do it at weddings, yes. That wouldn't piss off uh, Dr. What's her name? Jillian, Christmas, yes. That's, G- thank you. That reminds me where I was.
0: So, Kirk ends up attempting to seduce the head of the institute, slash, apparently only tour guide they have, Dr. Jillian.
1: Taylor.
2: Taylor. Mar- Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Jillian Taylor Thomas.
0: Uh, to, you know, get his hands on the whales. Meanwhile. Spock
1: gets his hands on some whales.
0: <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Scotty, McCoy, and Sulu are sent to try to figure out how to build themselves a whale tank. This involves Scotty fucking with history by giving the formula for transparent aluminum to a random bald guy.
1: <laughs> he smoking
0: though which He is did It's good, good for him It's admirable and, Or at uh, least he had that pen Sulu learns about And possibly steals A helicopter A it's Huey like A Huey uh, I think he just
3: got a job Doing deliveries For the plexiglass place <laughs> Maybe And
0: Uhura And Chekhov Are sent off To steal some photons From a nuclear uh, Aircraft carrier Because the strain of time Warped fucked up The Klingon Dilithium crystals
2: Thank you Because I could not remember Why they were doing that <laughs> Like just for shits
0: They were bored.
1: Everyone succeeds. Yes.
0: So through various shenanigans, they eventually get Jillian to agree to help them find the whales, which have been transported to the ocean near Alaska, given the um, frequency of their... Transponder tags. But first, they have to rescue Chekhov, who was caught stealing crap from the aircraft carrier. And remember, he's a Russian, it's 1986, so Rusky. awkward. So they have to disguise themselves as doctors and kidnap Chekhov and use modern medicine on him because, you know, Doc is freaking out about 20th century medicine. He helps so an old lady regrow a kidney, love it. which I love. You know, they get the ship, they beam the whales up, they go forward in time, the whale sings to the probe, the probe's like, cool, and then, oh yeah, we gotta deal with the whole facing the music thing, but of course, they just saved the Earth, so it'd be kind of awkward if they sent them all to space prison with Garth of Elzar, or whatever the hell his name is. So, instead, they, like... Drop all but one charge, which really they only kept, so they had an excuse to bust Kirk down to Captain, and give him the Enterprise A, and aren't we all happy? Whatever could the next adventure be?
2: Yeah, Definitely not a heaping pile of
1: shit. No, no, not at all. But that's next week. Thank goodness. This, this week was good!
3: Yeah, yeah it was movie. such a fun movie. This is uh, definitely the funnest yeah. of the, of the Des- Star Trek films.
1: Despite all that, because normally I'm anti-fun, I still love this movie. I think it's my favorite.
0: I was just reading before this. Until the 2009 reboot, this was the highest-grossing Trek movie. Yes, I believe it.
1: And and I don't know how much of that has to do with the fact that monetary values have changed in the meantime. I would
0: assume it's
3: adjusted. Yeah, I think that's probably adjusted. They usually do those. All right. I I still prefer. I mean, that that would be really impressive if it was you know know, not adjusted though. Because 1986 dollars are
2: worth a lot more than today's dollars. That's Not right loads
0: out. more, actually, because I, I, I popped onto the inflation calculator to see how much a hundred dollars in nineteen eighty six is worth today, and it's only two hundred and twelve.
2: That's still that's over hundred percent. Yeah, that's twice.
3: I suppose so. As much. It's two
2: hundred and twelve percent. I guess, uh, there after, you
3: go. Do <laughs> <that's laughs> some simple math there. <laughs> a- after Dude. all those conversions from
0: sixties <laughs> and late seventies money to modern money, that one was slightly less impressive. Now, is well, that
3: consumer based on the consumer price index or com- or based on the inflation index? Because those are different. It's the inflation
0: calculator, so I assume the inflation mm-hmm. index.
3: Because consumer price index, because it has more to do with what you can buy with that. $100. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: Because I was just thinking,
2: like I used to be able to fill up a tank, like a gas tank, for like thirteen bucks when I had my first car, and that was like less than fifteen years ago, and now it's like thirty-five dollars consistently. Yeah. But that's also like a scarcity thing, so it's not probably relevant. Sorry,
3: no. I'll shut up now. I don't know, but either way, is that a lot? <laughs> yeah. That's what the that's what the antiques guy said. Yes.
2: Oh, eh. well, uh, I mean, if he had had the
1: lenses, mm. it would've been worth more. You, uh, had, you had a gripe about the antique shop scene. What's your gripe? I don't know, what's Grace? your problem? That he's getting rid of the his gift from McCoy, which I'd be pissed about. Yeah, it was, well, I was. I would treasure everything from McCoy.
0: The thing is, so he you even know, the
1: STDs, even those, I'd name them all. Oh, that's sweet. Weird.
0: So Spock. George and Gracie. Spock says. <laughs> uh, Weren't those a gift from Dr. McCoy? And Kirk goes, "Well, and they will be again. That's the beauty of it. It's like, you're not getting them back. <laughs> like, do you think they're going to magically... Re- do you not understand time travel, Kirk? Yes, they will be again, Insofar that right now you are in the past, and a version of you will receive those. But you are
3: already beyond that version of you. I think what he meant was that they are... It's a new gift in that they're getting money for them. Like, the money is them... Being a gift again. I don't think he no. means it. I don't think he means he's literally going to get them as a gift. I mean, that,
1: like Kirk. T- Linearly, they will be a gift again. I th- I'm fairly certain that's what he, he means.
3: I don't know. I don't think Kirk as Kirk like, isn't
1: that metaphor. Yeah, I don't
2: think I. I gotta say we're though, usually the same person, but I don't. I didn't um, read it that way.
0: Though I do enjoy the possibly unintended callback, uh, where you know the the antique dealer says they'd be worth more if the lenses were intact. Mm. which you know what McCoy specifically says in 2 is mm-hmm. how hard it is mm-hmm. to find them with the lenses intact. That's nice. And yeah. it's just the fact that he both use the phrase with the lenses intact, you know, cuz he you know, he could the dealer could have easily just said, you know, be worth more the lenses were broken or shattered. He specifically said it the same way, so I
3: assume it's on purpose. Now, what's going to happen when that antiques dealer tries to sell those at auction? And somebody says, I call foul because there's no way those are the glasses because I own the glasses. And then they realize that they have two literally identical pairs of glasses because if they were, what did you say, 18th century? So that means those glasses must already exist somewhere on Earth, right? That's fair. Mm -hmm. With the lenses intact.
2: So maybe what actually happened then is that Bones got them on a two-for-one sale Mm. now. So now Kirk actually has two pairs of the glasses. He just doesn't know it, so he's only gotten rid of one. Well, here's the
3: thing. Assuming the original pair of glasses that was already in 1986 continue and eventually come into Bones' possession and he gives them to Kirk. Well, he could... Kirk could probably go to an antiques dealer and buy the second pair, which is the pair that he brought back to 1986. But are broken. But are broken. So maybe they could be a gift again because there's now actually two, two pairs, pairs existing. Yeah. I mean, up until they go back in time, then there's yeah. only one pair, which is the pair with the broken lenses. And I've gone cross-eyed. Yes. Mm. And the pair with the broken lenses are like like 300 years older, so they're even yeah. more antique-y.
1: Yeah. There's there's lots of like ways to time paradox ourselves in the past. Scott selling the formula for transparent aluminum is funny because in apparently a, either a different draft or the novelization of the movie, he actually knows that that guy is, in fact, the, the inventor of transparent aluminum. Well, of
2: course he is once he gets the formula. Yeah. yeah.
3: He
1: is now. No, but apparently they did know it in a different version.
3: Huh? Mm. Well, that's, yeah. But, I mean, that's the thing. They are giving the guy... I mean that's a huge thing to change right I mean material sciences for the next I mean do you remember these do you remember that used to have those transparent soda cans no this, I it was some it was one like specific brand of like carbonated juice okay from the early 90s that was well I mean they were plastic but they were shaped like a soda can sure and they had they had pop tops like soda cans but they were transparent. And they were from like the early nineties. Still look it up. And that's what I and when I was a little because when I was a little kid I was like oh that's transparent aluminum because Mm. I knew that soda cans were aluminum cans and therefore the clear ones must be transparent aluminum. That's really
0: cute. So interestingly, I actually looked up transparent aluminum because I thought you know what what if anything you know is known about this? There are actually some naturally occurring semi-transparent aluminums. I think sapphire is said was one of them. But also there is something that is sapphires are aluminum. One of the gemstones are technically a type of aluminum somehow. Huh. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how exactly. I don't understand
3: material science. Well, aluminum... Is, alu- alu- is aluminum an element?
1: Yes. Or, okay. Yes.
3: Mm. So if, so if it's... Uh... A-L. Yeah, Al. Um... Our buddy Al. Call mm. me Al. So presumably the crystal form of it would be yeah would be that it would oh. be but a, yeah. apparently there, there had
0: there had been something that was considered a sort of transparent aluminum as early as 1980 hmm. and in 2009 uh, this is all coming to Wikipedia so people could be lying to me scientists managed to actually turn regular aluminum transparent with a laser
1: hmm.
0: for hmm. 40 femtoseconds yeah
1: hmm. How long is a femtosecond? Very,
3: Very small. <laughs> Speaking about minuscule time periods, this is something I, I thought of when we were watching it. Mm-hmm. So they're going warp nine yep. now.
1: Keep nine point six. Nine
3: point six. They're going over warp nine. Now remember, I think it's well established that warp is a logarithmic scale, so yep. that. War, you know, Warp 1 is specifically light speed, then Warp 2 is 10 times that, and Warp 3 is 10 times that, or what have you. No. But even if it's not, let's just say it's a linear scale, so that Warp 9 is 9 times the speed of light. Let's just say that, because even though that's de- in demonstrably in reality, it's like under- a million times, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Least. Okay. The Earth is, I think, 8 light minutes from the sun. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. about right. Yep. So here's the thing. When it shows the ship going around the sun... It takes two or three seconds, probably. I would contend that if they were going warp nine, if they were going even just 9.6 times the speed of light, ignoring the fact that they're actually going millions of times the speed of light, that they would have overshot the sun in, like, a nanosecond. Yeah. They would be going way too fast to actually make that turn around the sun in the Mm -hmm. way it's shown in the film. And that's what I have to say about that.
1: Yep. I buy it. That's true. We've seen we've seen time and again that the whole this the speeds are inconsistent at best. Yeah. I the, remember in what's the stupid animated series one where they counter see the, backwards, sim- the backwards fucking. Yeah. Shit. Which is going warp
0: thirty six? Yeah. But they have plenty of time to dodge it. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah, like the problem is, it, you've got people doing the writing that don't necessarily understand the implication, or even if they understand the implication, the people making the work are dealing with dramatic needs, not realistic needs. Yeah, I it's, so. it's true. And There's definitely better play. ways they could have done it,
3: though. And is so is this... Was it ever established in the original series that the way you did time warp was you flew around the sun? Or was it just... That
1: was from Naked Time, right? Oh, was that the sun? No,
3: in Naked Time, the, the warp engines just got way... They had to overpowered because they had to. They had to cold start them. Really, they had to like yeah to jump through the decaying planet Is or whatever. It,
2: isn't that how they wound up in Operation Earth or whatever? Well, this in shit? Operation.
3: In, no, in, that that
0: one. Yes, that was when they purposely did a slingshot around the sun. Well, yeah, and
3: well, yeah, in in yes, in Assignment Earth. That's it. Yeah, yeah, there we go. They did that, but then there's also Tomorrow Is Yesterday, where it's mentioned that they accidentally ended up in the sixties. But it I doesn't thought, show how. I thought they did it on purpose again. No, because that was the one that was originally supposed to be this the... See, si- follow-up, yeah. But, but then I thought because they did it later, they had said, eh,
0: this time it was on purpose?
3: Mm. Either way, I don't remember them ever talking about flying around the sun being a thing they had to do.
1: I thought that's... That's how they got back from tomorrow was yesterday.
3: Was it? Yeah, I think know, so. Maybe. Either way, I'm not buying it. No. No. Um, But I feel
0: like every time from here on out, they just, you know... It's chronotons or something. Yeah. First Contact is like just a time portal. Yeah, that Borg made a time portal. I think this is like the last slingshot around the sun. Like,
3: really, these goddamn time travel plots, they ruin everything. They ruin
1: everything, but they also make... Like, they open up so many possibilities. A, they saved a ton of budget, which is great. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, they got to... you, You get to see... What at the time was present day San Francisco, which brings in fucking audience members because they wanna yeah. see that.
3: Yeah, everyone loves San Francisco. But here's the thing. <laughs> and um, Wales. Yeah, we everyone but Chris love whales. But here's the thing. I'm just saying that the fact that they make time travel a thing that you can just do. Yeah. Like, well, we're just gonna do some time travel today. It breaks everything because anything bad that happens, you can just be like, Well we'll just we'll just fix it yesterday. It's yeah. fine. Yes. <laughs>
1: Mm. Apparently, Roddenberry pitched like multiple times for Star Trek 2, for Star Trek 3, probably for this one as well. He was like, I want the movie to be, they go back in time because, like, I forget who prevented Kennedy from getting shot, and they had to go back and make sure Kennedy actually does so get it's just, shot. So it's just sitting on the edge of forever. It's just sitting on the edge of forever, except but, with but Kennedy. With, but with JFK, and they sat him. They like sent him away like, and said, "No, we're gonna do our own fucking script."
3: Kirk actually has. Kirk becomes the the man on the grassy knoll. Well, the Spock is, did, but he's uh, also but he falls
1: in love with
2: with JFK, so it really makes everything awkward. I feel. I feel
0: like having to make sure Kennedy got assassinated was already the plot of something.
3: It was a a Quantum Leap episode. Was it? Hmm. Well, it wasn't make sure Kennedy gets assassinated. It was he Quantum Leaped into Lee Harvey Oswald, and he thought his mission was to prevent Kennedy from getting assassinated. But as he was in, for some reason, as he was in Oswald's body, and this has never happened before, I don't think, on Quantum Leap, he gradually started becomingly Harvey Oswald and found that he ended up lining up the shot to shoot Kennedy. And then at the last second, he leapt into a Secret Service agent that was running alongside the car right before the shots and then he had and then he managed to like save jackie and then like al and then he and then sam's like to al he's like oh man i fucked up i was supposed to save kennedy but kennedy still got shot he's like no it wasn't kennedy you were here to save it was her and he was and the whole point was that it was jackie that he had to save
1: that's complicated. I don't know if
3: that's what you were thinking of, but that's that's a, a thing. That's think a does. related time travel JFK story. I am aware of. Yeah,
0: well, that would have come later. I swear there was like I want to say there was that sort of the time tunnel or something like no, that. No, maybe time but, uh,
1: tunnel.
0: What even is that? That was like a '60s show. Yeah. Either way, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. For a More. Star Trek movie.
1: More time travel that I can can name. There there was a Star Trek novel that had Roberta Lincoln, our good friend from Mm -hmm. Assignment Earth. Oh, no. uh, She had to go back to get Chekhov's phaser and comm that he left because those would have fucked up the past, I was kind of wondering
0: about those, actually. Uh, Yeah,
1: so she she had to get them from Area 1 before they could be studied and found to be from the future. Well, that's the
3: thing. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe Gary 7 just... Cleans up after them after this movie. Like, Good for Gary. Like Glad he, he's getting work. Like he goes, he gets the he gets the the uh, the Warm calm the Glad calm to watch the communicator and the phaser back, and he yeah. he murders the plexiglass guy. No, I love
1: the plexiglass guy. He just quit smoking. <laughs> yes,
3: no, but he gets him hooked again, and then he dies. No, <laughs> it's a long term assassination. Um, yeah, no, there's lots of uh, oh got there's kidding. so much contamination. Like they really. They should have talked... Like They should have added a few charges to their court-martial because yeah. they have totally fucked the past up. They
1: didn't have to decloak to, to get the whalers to go away. No! They just they had to beam to, the whales aboard. They just
3: wanted to scare them because they were dickheads. Yeah. Um, although the, the whalers are dickheads. But yeah. But also, now they can like, go back and say, take, there's fucking UFOs. Taking a woman from the 80s into the future? A, do- yeah. a,
1: and a stupid, dumb, bad actress woman?
3: Well, That too like i but i feel like that alone is really going to fuck shit up unless like she was destined to die or commit suicide from sadness over the whale situation or
1: her destiny from her f- was always to to Go to the future. Well,
3: that doesn't make sense. If her destiny was to always go to the... Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, her to, destiny To quote, was... to quote uh, Miles O'Brien, I hate temporal mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're going to be sitting here all day and making diagrams with straws. Yes. But anyway,
0: about this movie. This yes. movie. I love this movie. It's a good movie. Uh, shame we didn't have Eddie Murphy.
1: I know, I was reading about that. Well, who would Eddie Murphy have been? Ed, they originally... Eddie Murphy's a big Trekkie, and he was getting fucking big in, you know, 1986 times, and he wanted in, and they wrote him a whole role. He would have been, like, a crazy professor who believes in aliens and shit, sees, like, the the Enterprise crew come back, and is the only one who thinks it's actually, like, aliens. So they had, like... He, like, they wouldn't have had Jillian Taylor they would have had oh, Eddie would Murphy be way better and they Eddie would have
3: Murphy as the Nutty Professor
1: a little bit <laughs> very close he ended up backing out for reasons. Uh, I mean, I'm sure
0: at least one of them was, like you said, he was starting to get big. They yeah. probably couldn't afford him anymore. I
1: don't even know if the money was the problem. I think it was that they didn't want to oversaturate their brand or... They already
3: now, what had I... one black guy in the movie in Cartwright. And two and black
1: that... women who
2: have... had lines. Yeah, so... so
3: that was the problem. Yeah, the, the studio was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. See, it's like I... how on Walking Dead, they can only have X number of black people on screen at a time. Yep. Uh, that's I mean, why I... they
1: kill one off a season. Yeah, exactly. With I seriously? think that's
0: network rules. Regardless, that's yeah, interesting though because I had heard about the Murphy thing. Was um, it was less that like I, I heard part of the problem was the character was just too. I guess the issue was the way they'd had it written. The character was too repetitive. Like he kept huh. just missing them, and it was like just not oh, didn't that's, work. That's
1: silly. Yeah, I know when they handed off the script to Nicholas Meyer because Nicholas Meyer's back and he's pretty good. Uh, they said, "Oh, we need help rewriting this." And he said, "Oh yeah, what what went wrong?" And they're like, "Hurley Murphy."
0: Mm-hmm. I don't even know
1: if it was a problem. But you can fix it. And he
0: did. Although no one no one thought, wait a minute, why is this woman leading the tour group when she's apparently like one of the associate heads of the institution
2: well I wondered that, I wondered
0: that right out loud which yeah, you know, I which I, I'm, I appreciate because I've somehow never thought of that before, never occurred to me like why is someone this important doing the tour so can because we talk she's about, a piece of shit can we just wow. acknowledge yeah. the, the eclectic
3: pigeons. group of people that were on the tour <laughs> there I were two care. nuns there was like an airline pilot or a sea captain. He could have I also sure. just been military. I think he was Navy. He could have been yeah.
2: military, like in their um, um, dress. There was like
3: yeah, a, n- There was like black a, and white. There was awesome. like maybe. an enlisted army man with a little cap. There was a black golfer with a with like like a with the pom pom like hat. A jaunty pom pom Um There was you know the old the maybe he's singing to that man. Yeah, like, there were the the old the ladies. Film. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, the, the, she should get top billing. Yeah. Um but yeah, I was the the group that they had going on that that tour was yeah. I mean the only thing that I think is weird about
0: it for me is cuz like, you know, we you know, we're a we're a port city and you do have times where ships will come in and you will occasionally see like groups of navy men from very... Like actually when I was uh just this just this uh what last month, I saw just a group of guys from I think it was the Italian Navy, someone said, because an Italian ship was in. So that in and of itself is not inherently weird. The only odd part is that it's like one Navy guy and one Army guy. And it's like, it's normally you see them in groups Mm. when there's like people on leave or in an area. And it's just like, it's like, what are these two guys? They're like the nerds of their various outfits and they couldn't find anyone to go with them.
3: Yeah. I mean, there is a big Army base. I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously there's... Alameda. Yes. Um, there's also the Presidio in uh, San Francisco, which is a big place.
1: Alameda. I knew that. I knew it was in Alameda.
3: <sighs> yeah. That, and that's another thing I don't get. What? So they have somebody on the ship who is who was born there. Oh, Sulu. And yet they send the Russian and where, where's Uhura from? She's from... They said where she's from. Africa. She's from, she's from
1: and, the United African...
3: Okay, Cambridge so they never specified where in Africa, just Africa.
1: I, if there's a specification, I don't know it.
3: It was never in the show. But she speaks, she speaks Swahili. Swahili, so. Yeah, that's a huge. Right, right. Yeah, we've a, talked about that, that as well. It down. doesn't narrow it down very much. Uh, but anyway, any rate, so they sent two people who are not from San Francisco to go find this place in San Francisco. It would have been much smarter to just send well, Sulu.
0: On the other hand, literally. All of them went to college in San Francisco.
3: This is also true. And mm. according to McCoy,
0: I think it was McCoy, one of them said as they were flying over the city, doesn't look all that different. So apparently World War III didn't fuck up San Francisco too badly. Mm. Who would bomb San Francisco?
2: That's why. Mm, it's World Come War on. III,
0: everywhere was getting bombed. But either way, apparently somehow Uhura and Chekhov both spent God knows how long in Frisco
3: and never figured out where Alameda was. Maybe
1: they changed the town Especially name. Especially
3: since mm. it's... Like, if I'm remembering correctly, it's basically directly on the other side of the Bay Bridge. Like, it's. That I don't know, but maybe. You can see it from san francisco across the bay Well, there you go not too hard
1: mm. speaking of sulu being from san francisco they had to they cut a scene which is why sulu probably has less to do in the movie than any of the other ones even though they did a pretty good job of giving everybody something to do sulu had a cut scene where he was supposed to meet his great grandfather by accident oh. like, a, like as a little kid a little kid runs up to him and says you look just like my uncle and they talk for a while and they realize oh, this kid's Sulu's great-grandpappy. But the scene wasn't working because the child actor was getting, like, really intimidated and couldn't fucking act. And Takei blames the stage mom for being a fucking cunt and mm. a half. Mm.
3: Well, that's too um, bad. I guess she, I guess she spanked
1: act. him in the middle of the fucking no, thing. Oh. Seriously? That's yeah. shitty.
3: Bitch. Um, stage parents are the worst.
1: They're, the bad, they're bad.
3: But speaking of people who couldn't act... Um, <laughs> Jillian Marcus? <And> Jillian. Catherine <laughs> <Hicks>? <laughs> Catherine Hicks, our second uh, Seventh Heaven sighting of the movies. Yep. Yeah, yeah, she was atrocious.
1: No, not good. She wasn't great.
3: I do. I have to say, the scene where she runs over an entire flock of uh, <laughs> of pigeons was was something was something special. <laughs> like twice, actually. Like because there's early in the movie when she's just rolling down the street, not looking in front of her, yeah. talking she to her, and she's clearly running over a flock of pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> um, like it's evident from what you can see on screen.
2: Yeah, the blood and the feathers <laughs> flying everywhere. Well, no, there's
3: just a flock of pigeons in front of the car, and you don't and see them fly and away. And she's just rolling over them. So, like, what else is happening? I am
0: surprised. You think a movie would like try to sort of. Have shooed them away before they started filming because they would cause a continuity nightmare. Just well, I, this flock of birds. I
3: think it was intentional because then later, when she discovers that the whales have been released early, and she leaves the the museum in a huff,
2: she runs a bunch of more she, pigeons. There's another over.
3: flock of pigeons that she almost drives. What is her it truck about into. her car that just <laughs> attracts pigeons? I don't know. Also, that that guy watering the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And the other guy mopping the other side. Yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> Weird, Those yeah. sidewalks, man. They get dusty in Frisco. Yeah, it's, you know, sure. it's the old
0: west.
1: an aquarium. People right. would, like, fish guts all over the place. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> um, Maybe, you know, it was all, the pigeons, all the pigeons. All the pigeons were on purpose because uh, Nimoy was trying to do a John Woo thing. Mmm. You know, just mm. slow motion diving, dual-wielding phasers. God,
2: speaking of Nimoy being a terrible college art student, how about that fucking... Hallucination computer graphic oh Mount Rushmore oh, yeah.
3: LSD trip. With, with the random like at the end where it's like suddenly like a lake with like grass yeah. and cat's tail. Figure
2: tails. diving into the Your water. Fault of man's
1: fall from Grace.
0: It, it does yeah. just feel like an fucking art student film. It's so
1: and again, but no what did it
0: mean? other time that they've done time travel. Because
1: they've done time travel a couple of times,
0: and it's never been like it's never knocked everyone out and given hallucinations. It's sometimes been like, oh god, hang on, things are getting shaky. They even do it a second
3: time in this movie, and, and no fine. one's affected. Yeah, it's maybe
2: just... it was because of the Klingon settings and the Klingon ship. So- when but the again, Klingons
1: do this, they get this shit. Will, no,
2: but their bodies are different than ours, so like their bodies would be okay,
3: but
1: Was Spock okay? Caitlin, is Spock okay? How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel? I
3: feel fine. We get a, another Robin Curtis as Savick sighting. Uh,
0: yep. In the original
1: script she's Prager. They oh. caught it well, they, I don't know why They fucked a
2: bunch of times I mean, yeah. she'd have to be
1: Yeah, they were there like two months like, She was fucking I mean, him constantly
2: Oh, well, no, I meant <laughs> I meant uh, her and baby spot. I mean, but... if she wasn't
0: ovulating
2: well, She doesn't
3: have to be Well, also, like
2: What ovulating? They were finger banging I don't know how it works I assume she's I assume Vulcans are like Kif's people in Futurama, <laughs> And she mm. just Because she felt loved Started to reproduce I don't fucking know.
3: She's she's budding again. Yeah. That's why, that's why Kirk just, I mean, uh, Spock just, like, released his spores. spores. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm too glad we get rid of Savick, though, because I got very sick of Savick in three.
2: Well, Spock will never be, never be rid of Savick. I mean, it's going to be child support going to call them every day. This, and they almost brought her back. When are you coming to pick your kids up that? They almost
3: brought her back for six. Ugh as Varys Valeris really, yeah Valeris oh you mean no. oh, the actress? actress not the character no but they would have you know, no it would have been Savick oh, okay. play the she would have filled the role that the, Valeris oh and they, they
1: didn't just recast the role again no. they actually come up with a new fucking character well, if they
3: had brought Trek. in, yeah if they had brought in Robin Kirk Cur- that would have ruined that movie Robin Curtis in that character. No she didn't, way. She
2: didn't manage to ruin this movie. She wasn't well, was it for ten seconds. Yeah, you're right.
3: Wow, you, yeah. you, you, you guys with your hate of random. I stars actually didn't really hate. Who do
2: Sabbath you hate more, much.
0: Robin Curtis or uh, Gillian Anderson? Or They're or they both name are terrible. Is.
2: Gillian Taylor. No, uh, I, I don't. I don't like Savage more. I don't know. It's a hard choice. I think I actually like Savick more than...
1: No, I'm the other one. Jillian man.
2: Thomas, because... Jillian Taylor. Whatever. Jillian Taylor Thomas.
1: Jillian Taylor, I give the... She's just... Acting like an eighties actress. This is how eighties actresses look and feel and
2: act.
3: Especially in comedies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was she was honestly she honest, to for to her credit, she was acting opposite Shatner for most of the movie. <laughs> so she didn't have a lot. You got she to, was getting
2: more from the fucking whale puppets than she was from Shatner. I, I
1: mean, love the whale puppets. Oh me too. They're You've gotta to
0: match your partner's lead and his lead was
3: Shatner. Yeah. Yeah. Spock My with a whale. Hot uh, discovers uh, the whale's having a baby fucking the whale, whale dog kid. <laughs>
1: This goes to prove our theory that Spock has, like, extra lungs because he held his breath for fucking ever in that mm-hmm. tank. It's
2: true. They were talking for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah.
1: Maybe they're singing to that man.
2: <laughs> then we also learned at the end of the film that Kirk also has an extra lung. I Okay, yeah, that's a yeah, He held his breath
0: for a while. Long yeah. time.
1: He, he's got to get out again, and that's the hard part.
0: They managed to glue his piece down, mostly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't believe it's a piece, but all right.
0: Now, a, it's, I don't know. If that does make like it more of an interpretation. I mean, he lot is monotone over. I mean, it, we've
3: we've retained. We've now come to full. Kirk has black hair, mm. which they're either it's either a piece or they're dying. He's it. probably dying. It. He's oh, yeah, probably
2: no, starting to go gray.
0: Yeah, this he's one of those people. Like the split second he saw his first gray hair,
3: he was getting mm. dye jobs done. No, not
2: the first one. He probably pulled the first one out, but shortly after. For after. Mm. Okay, yes. can
3: I plot yeah. hole for a second here, please? Yes. Why the fuck does the fish tank? Need to be transparent. Why couldn't they just weld some steel plates in? The whales are only in there for an hour. At most. I at want most. to make
2: sure that they get transported correctly. They probably
3: needed to be able to confirm that they it were just in see, there. It just seems like put a, put a video so much extra effort to, like, they had to, they had to, AKA, they had to, like, they had to get
1: some kind of material well, no yeah, matter ma- what. Material was going to
2: happen either yeah, but way. Steel, and for someone who, like, they
3: could just, like. Well, yeah, but someone who trades in steel might not care as much about a thinner... They could have stolen some steel. They could have probably taken steel deck plates from parts of the ship they weren't using. Like, there, there's plenty of places they could have, like... But then we the they wouldn't They could have get, killed those trash men
0: and just converted their truck. But yeah. then we
2: wouldn't have got Mr. Scott's adorable interaction with the computer. I, I, I understand
3: And this that. movie I would just, be diminished. I just think that...
2: Captain, there be whales! Requiring
3: that it had to be plexiglass...
2: And plus, they wanted us to be able to see the whales and see. Yeah, the it's not good dipshit, artistically. Dipshit interacting with the whales after they're on the get ship. It, but it's a,
3: it doesn't mean it's not a plot well, hole. Oh, that's fair. It's I still mean, a plot hole because you thing. know. Because if I was Scott, I'd be like, "Hey, Captain, I've welded your floors into the walls. There be walls here." <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, Captain, we're literally not using any of this storage space. I could just lock the door, and we could use the whole thing as a there, tank. There you go.
2: Though I actually have a question. It may also be a plot hole. There were shitloads of, like, structural support beams in there. What did they do with the structural support beams? Well, they, they became the, the frames. in the middle of the whale
0: now. No, well, That's some what, of them what I least...
2: mean. They couldn't have fit a whole whale some in Some of them there.
0: were retained to create the frames for right, the... But the right, but did
2: they take the rest of them down?
0: Scott... Maybe, no. Yeah. Sure. They the, were
2: load-bearing
3: the... pillars, probably. Well, see, then he just... He... he turned gravity off. Then... What a terrible cargo bay on that ship, because... It... Because of those pillars, you can't even really bring in anything that big.
2: You can't even park a fucking whale in that thing. Yeah. In but right? Am I wrong? No, that's
3: a good point. That's a really good. I point was
2: thinking that me. as we were watching, like during the beginning when he was looking at it, I was like, "You can't fit a
1: whale in there, bro."
3: You just said mm. you needed
1: like sixty feet They're... Those columns are like every twenty pillars. I was also there. wondering. So the whales are in captivity at that aquarium. Could you? Could humpback whales even li- like live in captivity like that? I doubt it. Well, no. She says that they can't.
3: She's well, yeah, but they part grew. The they
1: grew from baby ones though. They've had them a while. Baby
3: fucking whales.
1: Baby fucking whales, kid. Well, um,
2: it's probably kind of like how. We used to think killer whales didn't know how to live past ten because we kept them in SeaWorld. It, they probably were able to live there up to a point and would then die well before their time. Yeah, but well, I feel
1: like it's just not enough room for them to move well, around.
3: Well, around. Well, what yeah. about the whale actors well, in the, the movie? Like, where were those, like, the actor, the actors that played the whales? The were, puppets? No, there was real whales, too, the right?
1: stock footage at the end? Yeah.
3: Oh, that was just stock footage? <laughs>
1: Wait, what? I,
3: well, which whales are
1: you talking about? Because none 90- of the
3: whales, none of the whales that we see in the movie are real whales. Except only, for the ones at the end, Only, only like the, one, one, that the, the, the one that breaches
1: and those one that spouts at the end. All oh. the other ones are these like really nicely made puppets. Yeah, yeah. I
3: thought they were, I thought well, I, mean, I knew obviously that you know Spock wasn't swimming with the whales, but Wheels. Wheels. Yeah, Bill, they I... made
1: really great puppets. Apparently, they even fooled a lot of. I want to say PETA, but it probably wasn't PETA. Maybe well, they're was, idiots. They're maybe the fool. ASPCA. Fooled somebody, me. somebody was saying like, you guys are getting way too close to these. Whales! And they had to be like, they're, they're puppets. We're fine.
3: The whales smell pretty bad. They probably
0: do. I do love the idea, though, they're of them crows. actually having whale actors, and they just have oh these God, these enormous tanks painted up to look like uh, trailers. trailers, and the stars yeah. on the door and everything. Well, no, I
3: figured it was like, you know, like they have dog and cat and horses. And Those things they're... are much smaller than humpback yeah, whales. Yeah, easier to keep. Yeah. Um, you
0: can
2: also train them. But anyway, I'm sure that well, first of all, that penned part that we saw was only part of the yeah, but even, they had space out in the bay. Even probably even plenty that amount, the because that's
1: like that's probably like the size of you know so
3: are there, two blocks. Are and there that's any still, whales in captivity? No. no, there are I can't imagine there would. Be. The
1: largest animals in captivity, I'm pretty sure, are orcas, and even they don't necessarily belong in captivity. They do well. No, and then it doesn't Sea World unless sea there's World's, like an injured baby one or something.
2: Yeah, SeaWorld World has said they've stopped doing it, or are going to stop doing it, right? Something like that. I feel yeah. like I feel like after, yeah. um... Blackfish. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. I was like, you know, the one, the documentary. Yeah, after Blackfish came out, I feel like... Yeah! Speaking, Speaking of
1: whales, Harv Bennett really wanted the last scene where the whales are communicating with the probe to have subtitles and let us know what they said, and Nimoy fought hard against pretty much everyone to be like, no, that would destroy the movie. Yeah,
0: but thank those, God. We
2: already know what they said. The whales were like, yo, new probe, who dis? <laughs>
0: <laughs> really, though, thank goodness. That was the best call Leonard Nimoy ever made.
2: One of the mm. few good ones, really, because he's made some bad calls in these films.
0: Well, there, yeah, again, I mean, I, I brought this up before. You know, continuity issues again. Like, the bridge of the Klingon ship is completely different.
1: They've been there two months. They've, yeah, they re- you know, they put wallpaper it.
0: up. But, but like, that thing, it would be one thing, it actually looks, the bridge in the last version was, like, cleaner and neater and better lit. This version looks a bit more what we now think of as the Klingon aesthetic. And also, it's not like they change stuff around to make it easier for the human crew, because there's even still plates up where you can see Klingon writing. Like, they just wanted to look more alien, but the problem is it's this massive continuity issue from one... I mean, Christopher Lloyd's chair in 3 is, like, on this huge pedestal. Now Kirk is level with Sulu and Chekhov, and suddenly there's these stations behind him that... Ugh. And again, the color scheme is completely different. It's just...
1: Mm. Listen, Spock made that his love pad with Savick, and they had to redecorate it so that mm. he'd get in the mood.
3: Now, well, There you go. That, that's your explanation right there. It's a
1: done... Terrible...
0: <laughs> Terrible... Just
2: continuity. I think you're filling plot holes by filling plot Plot. holes.
3: Um, Speaking, I I, hear something that I think I, I made, I I expressed this theory before, but I'll restate it since we're talking about the movie. Please. That the Enterprise A is in fact just the rechristened Yorktown, which was the ship. That was going to deploy a makeshift solar sail. What? I don't
1: remember any of this. Okay, so at
3: the beginning of the movie, the whale probe is approaching Earth. Yep. The first ship that it encounters is the Saratoga. Yep, a Miranda class. Miranda class. They get their shit fucked.
1: So they just turned, like, the probe just turned all their power and shit yeah, off. Yeah, they just, right? they, yeah. Did so it kill everyone too or no? Yes. Well, yeah, because if, if your power's
2: yeah. off, that there means no your life left. Support. Oh, gone. yeah, that's true. true. No
3: life support. Whoops. The next ship that we see that's affected is. The Yorktown, and that's where the captain calls up and he's like, not looking at the camera, but he's like, We're going to deploy a makeshift solar sail and uh, hopefully that'll work. It didn't work. Whoops. It didn't work. Everybody on the ship died. Whoops. So they, after, you know, after. Scrub the skeletons out? So yeah, so they they tow it back to to port, mop up the floor, uh, get all the bodies off, give it a new paint job. Rename it USS Enterprise. Put one seven zero one A on it, and like have to
1: recenter all those letters now. I know.
3: Oof. Yeah, it's tough. So they, you know, they go to Kirk, and then they're like, "All right, Kirk, we gave you a new ship," and he goes on the ship, and he's like, "Why? Why is it smell? What's that weird smell?" (laughs) 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 So I looked into that a little. Uh,
0: Roddenberry certainly agrees with you. Really? Does he? He he believed the Enterprise A was a rechristened Yorktown.
2: Jesus, you've gone full Roddenberry. I don't know if he
0: agrees that everyone died. Uh, From what I've read, because it's never confirmed either way of anyone, because, you know, maybe the solar sail worked, we don't know, blah, blah, blah. Mm. It's generally agreed upon that this is the one Star Trek movie with no confirmed or known deaths.
3: Yeah, I guess they're not confirmed deaths, but... Yeah, and I think still. people just
0: kind of figure, because the movie is otherwise so light-hearted, you just kind of assume maybe everyone was fine. Mm. I mean, I don't know why they then took the Yorktown away from that poor bastard. Not his fault.
3: Although, well, I, I, that's interesting. I didn't know that... That, I always, that was always just sort of my thing. I, I had no idea that uh, yeah. Ron Murray agreed with me there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, it, it does make... It, it makes sense that it would be a rechristened ship, because it's not like they would have just been building another Constitution-class just for right. shits and giggles. Right. I mean, the same they had time. They, they had, you know, the the Excelsior there and yeah. Um and, and even, even that... if, yeah, even if they were building a new constitution class, you know, it probably would have already had a name, you
0: know. Yeah. Hey, last minute change. They they actually walk onto the bridge and you can see they've like crossed out the old name with right. Sharpie written
3: it in USS Vjeer. Well, there and there is press well, there's Going to be precedent. I mean, it happens again in DS Nine. <laughs> the USS Sao Paulo mm. gets uh, rechristened the Defiant. Yeah. Mm. So
0: what I like too, with the very briefly at the end, the cameo of bridge sounds from the sixties. Yeah. Like if you listen closely, they, there's very 60s style like beeps and pings that they haven't had in any of the movies and don't actually retain outside of that scene. Mm. What scene? Uh, the very end when they're briefly on the bridge of the Enterprise A and. Oh, off. that scene, yes. Yeah, you, the like. Underneath... I forgot
1: there was a scene after being on the
3: shuttle.
0: Yeah, yeah. After the like, I mean, underneath more sort of movie style bridge noises, there are a few little sixty style pings and whistles.
3: Neat. Mm. Yeah, we oh, we got a brief glimpse of what may have been Maress at the court martial scene. Uh, I think it
2: was a boy. It looked like a boy no. cat to me. But yes, there were no, I, I... there were a couple of cat people, and it was well, it wasn't wearing. Well, not there was, it didn't seem, there, was a, so. there
3: was a brown cat person that looked yes. like. <laughs> That would look to me like morass.
0: Well, they, they don't. They don't. At this point, Starfleet uniforms don't have skirts for women, so
3: mm. they all pants.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, I was like, what are you talking about? They've always had skirts for women. Ahura used to wear the fuck out of skirts. Yes, but she hasn't since. Well, uh, allegedly, I think they were just short, really yeah. short shirts <laughs> uh, with, with a diaper. With the, the diaper, way. yeah. Ahura, yeah. See, that's actually she's <laughs> for Ahura. The motion picture, uh, you know, outfit was almost an improvement because mm. at least her whole ass wasn't hanging out. That's fair.
0: That's fair. Still a terrible uniform. That's true. Mm-hmm. But yes, now, someone on the production hands because I looked into this for the animated series, those were supposed to be, if not Maress and a friend of hers, certainly her species. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. So they are specifically whatever the fuck her Mares people, people. people. Yeah. are.
2: Maress people. Do we ever find out what they're called in series? I don't think so, no.
0: Yeah,
3: I don't think so either. So now we just need to spy Erex. We haven't seen him or his oh people. My God, no one
1: Erax. wants to. They threw them all into the sun.
0: <laughs> telling you. Fourth Kelvin movie. It's what are yeah. gonna have instead of Chekhov. CG fucking mocap
3: yeah. <laughs> Arax voiced be... by uh... Jar Jar Binks?
0: Nah
2: um... <laughs> Okay, but if they're gonna do that they need a close-up on his non-moving mouth while he laughs, <laughs>, <laughs> Oh, he's voiced by the guy from Eastbound and Down <laughs> Well, it sounds like a great idea, babe <laughs> Well, no, it's supposed to
0: be a bad idea That's why I said it Because bringing in Arax is a fucking abysmal idea And if Simon Pegg does it I will be very disappointed in him mm with <laughs> 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 this weird
1: tongue yeah it's <laughs> kind
2: yep. of oh god three
1: tongues no jillian at the, <laughs> at the end when we're at the council thing she has fucking latched on to 23rd century culture like immediately like everything that happens she just takes in stride like oh i'm from the future sure oh here's my ship okay Oh, we're going, we're going in, you know, slingshot around the, on uh, the sun. She takes everything so well. Mm-hmm. Like it, she's got to be insane. She's definitely insane. You see the look on her face all the time.
2: Can you imagine that actress just goes around looking like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just her face. She totally
3: with. dissed Kirk at the end there, though, where he's like, "Hey, let's." We never finished well, let's that. Let's see the pizza. universe. Let's go eat some Michelob. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Actually, I gotta go to my ship because now I'm a Starfleet or something." Here's
0: what, yeah, here's what I don't get. Shouldn't she be stationed on Earth to help them with the whales, since there mm. are probably literally no cetacean biologists well, on Earth well, anymore? Yeah, but if,
1: oh, in the in the in the in the twenty third century.
3: Well, here's the thing: mm. there's probably tons of whale people. Like, they don't say that all whale whales people? are extinct; just that. Humpbacks. Humpback whales, yeah. So like, she probably gets her. She's like, I'm the whale expert, and there's like people that are literally talking to whales. People who are literal whales. Okay, <laughs> yes. yeah, whale. like actually, no, we'll just let Officer Shamu take care of the, <laughs> take, <laughs> take care of George and Gracie.
0: There is, uh, we will see uh, an intelligent. They're more like seal people but there is an intelligent underwater species in enterprise for a second I their ships thinking. are full of water mm. nah.
3: as we know from the blueprint for the enterprise d there are cetacean navigation labs yeah yeah on the enterprise d so mm. clearly mm. whales are a hugely important thing
0: see i thought all whales were extinct but they specifically wanted the humpbacks because that seemed to be the call the probe was using mm. which doesn't really make sense because they said that Part of the reason the communication existed in the first place was because whales were on Earth earlier than humans, which, fine, but they sure as hell weren't humpbacks. Mm, right. hmm. So, I mean, even if the language remained relatively consistent, the species probably didn't matter that Well, who knows
1: much. how recently the probe came by to swing, to yeah. swing over and say yeah. hi. Well, I also would have just been every ten... Nope, not ten. Maybe every 200 years.
3: Maybe. Well, is that the thing... Because the way they explain it is kind of weird. Because they're like... Oh, they sent the probe to find out why they hadn't heard from yeah. the whales. And I'm like, what are the whales? Do they have, like, a subspace radio underwater? I mean, yeah. apparently
0: their cries can make it into space somehow, so
3: yes. yeah, maybe Space is just... a fucking vacuum. That's what so I mean. They're, they're so transmitting
0: maybe, somehow.
2: So maybe they left, like, uh, the equivalent of, like, a baby monitor hmm. hanging in space like a satellite. A baby satellite. fucking whale monitor? A baby fucking whale monitor kid. And they were, they were communicating through that thing. Because they're, if if they're able to get their whale song out into space, so they put it where they could get it. And then when all the whales were dead, they were like, huh, something's wrong. They're not answering. Maybe our tech is fucked up. We're going to have to go check this out. Our Mm. pen pals aren't getting back to us. That seems legit. This is not my actual theory, by the way. I'm just just trying uh, to make uh, excuses for
0: bullshit. They ran late because of the Borg. Mmm. Wish I was kidding. Who did? So the probe actually meant to come to Earth much, much sooner. But it got waylaid when it was attacked by a Borg cube and had waylaid. to like, yes,
2: by a cube, and had to
0: self repair for a couple of centuries. So the cylinder
2: from? was waylaid by a cube.
0: Yes, nice. Uh, it's from a follow-up novel called Probe. Okay, but Clatter. is the follow-up so, novel canonical? God no! I just had to bring no, it up it's because not canonical, it's fucking. Cylindrical. fucking it's cylindrical. Sorry, you're right. It's love shoving the Borg into everything now, and it's mm. fucking annoying. So do you think Borg,
3: the Borg yeah. would assimilate whales and what would a Borg a whale Borg drone look like? Borg cuz we only ever see Borg really going after humanoid species except yeah. for a species a Eight six eight six seven five three zero nine 8675309 or whatever it is from <laughs> 8, 6,
0: The liquid the, the, the fluidic fluid space, space people yeah.
3: uh they weren't really humanoid but yeah. the Borg tend to go after humanoids Yeah no that's true like where where's uh I mean, they where, they where's the people, Borg horda
1: Those with uh, with intelligence and stuff though yeah yeah Horda's is intelligent And the whales
3: horda are specifically know grammar, intelligent
0: Wow, poor Horta.
2: Not as smart as dolphins, though.
0: No. Oh, man, assimilated um, weird, squidgy shapeshifter things from TAS. There you go.
2: Oh, uh, I liked those things. Those are great. Mm-hmm. Scotty's Buddies. No,
1: oh, no,
3: oh, those, those are really different
2: things. No, no, not the, not the oh, slugs. Oh, I
0: thought you were talking about the, the The plant, The, the plant,
3: Vendorians? The
0: plant creatures? No, not the plant creatures. The, the... one that disguised himself as, yeah, the woman's old lover and all oh, that. Oh, yeah, right. Vendorians, as Ames said. Either way. The what? The Borg. Remember the the weird, the like...
1: The, the Zoidberg. Monsters.
0: It shapeshifted into an extra bed and Doc didn't notice.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. Can we also talk about... Mm-hmm. Can we? Why Starfleet headquarters windows are made out of glass and not transparent <laughs> aluminum. Or They're anything dumb. that like, doesn't shatter like that. Yeah. It's not even safety glass, apparently. Yeah, it's just like like someone's going to get a bad cut yeah. from that shattered window. Yeah, gotta no, give medical a... something to do. Like They have transparent <laughs> aluminum. Obviously ship, ship windows are made out of transparent aluminum. Maybe they
1: sure. changed the past and transparent
3: aluminum doesn't exist now. Bum, bum. That's, well that's true. Except we see the window break before they go back to
1: the that's past. That's
3: true. And mm. after. No, that would have been great is if we saw the window break before they go back to the past. When they come back the window it's doesn't intact. break. <laughs> that's good. I like that. And, and then they have like and then Cartwright's like Ah, oh, thank God we got those new transparent aluminum windows
0: installed. <laughs> so speaking of uh medical, apparently this was Major Baron's last appearance as Chapel. Mm. Oh. So she will appear obviously again in Star Trek, but this is the last we will see of Christine Chapel.
3: She appeared for 2 seconds. I yes. was, I
1: didn't even know she was there if you guys hadn't said it.
0: Yep.
3: I
1: recognized Rand more quickly Which than Which I, I completely her. Yeah, I did not. I did not recognize I Rand. didn't she,
3: I missed both of them. You guys she, looked, great. she looked totally different to me. Yeah. Totally She's different. She looked totally face. different. But this time she, she was
2: fucking Rand, not the random character from Oh uh, yeah, or three, we didn't really, she
3: we was didn't really talk or about that. But, oh no, we didn't. But yeah, I am. You may, she may not have been credited as Rand in Star Trek Three, but the character was definitely supposed to be Rand. No,
1: it wasn't, because Grace Lee Whitney. I read her autobiography, and she specifies I was just playing a random person looking out a window.
3: Well, then why feature the character? Why feature that?
1: Because they wanted to give Grace Lee Whitney work.
3: Then <laughs> they could have just called it Rand, because there's. Oh no! Reason why some rando lady standing, rando. standing, yeah. eh, standing in space dock would be that upset about the Enterprise. Like only Rand would be like, "Oh my God, Jim Kirk, what have you done?" But whatever, that pissed me. Yeah, it's bullshit.
1: That's silly. I know she makes it back in generations. I think quickly. She's yeah. in six as well. I she's know in that. Six. Thing. I still. I, don't, I know nothing yeah, about she's
0: six. six. She's in six. Yeah, and she's definitely Rand there. Yeah.
2: She managed to escape five. Which I none so. of the rest of us will.
0: No, nope. mm. not even, not even uh, David, um, David Warner. Yeah, he David Warner. It was in Warner. five and six. It's different characters. Yes, but uh, that's Sulu, the just,
3: Sulu just quits the Enterprise after five. <laughs> He's like, "Fuck this." <laughs> come um, up with his
1: helicopter buddy from the past yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to see their so adventures cute. too so
0: sweet and pure like mm-hmm. how
1: else would he have gotten that helicopter from the guy if not wooing him
3: well here's the thing right the helicopter apparently was owned by the plexiglass company to begin with
0: that I'm not clear on well they
3: were the helicopter was in the back like because there was Signs for Plexicorp Co. or whatever. Oh, there were okay. Plexicorp oh, I missed that detail. All over the place, and I think even the helicopter itself said Plexicorp on the side. Oh, okay, I think
2: it did too. Actually,
3: so it was clearly their helicopter. Which at first I'm like, well, why would a plexiglass factory need a helicopter? But then I'm like, well, I guess if they're delivering giant sheets of plexiglass that need to be lowered into spaceships regularly, then okay.
1: You'd be surprised how often that happens. I,
3: I mean, if you th-
0: so this is a stretch, but if you ever did need to deliver big sheets of plexiglass to the roof of a tall-ass building...
3: Yeah, I feel like every time I've ever seen that, like, HVAC equipment being installed on the roofs of buildings, they are always using cranes. Yeah. Seems like a helicopter is like... I bet you just, like, I quit smoking guy it was just like, I really need a helicopter. <laughs> I'm buying a helicopter. Look, I quit smoking, I'm saving a shitload of money
0: now, and I gotta do something with all this pent-up energy. Yeah. Get in a
3: helicopter. So... How so? Did Sulu steal the helicopter, or did he just like? Maybe that was part of the deal that yeah that, that McCoy and Scotty made with like, with the guy. I was like, okay, we're gonna get all this free plexiglass, and
1: we're gonna take it our take your helicopter our
3: and house. free use of your helicopter for a day. We got a pilot. No, yes. we can't explain why you can't use your own pilot. Mm. <laughs> we got a pilot. Oh no, he's never actually flown anything in an atmosphere before. But
0: uh. I'm sure
1: he
3: has. Yeah, I'm sure they start cadets
0: off in the atmosphere first
1: what i don't understand is why they parked the fucking bounty uh like in the park in the middle of what san San francisco bay park or yeah like how
0: did no
3: one happen to it's
1: a big empty field no frisbee enthusiasts a soccer game for the
3: record for the record golden gate park is enormous it's not, I don't think it's quite as big as Central Park in New York, but it's pretty goddamn big. And. Which
1: means it's always full of
3: people. Well, it's usually full of like unscrupulous people. It's even worse. Like when you go to San Francisco, you are warned not to like, don't go into Golden Gate Park after dark because you will get. Burned. What about
0: during the day? There were joggers. Well, and based on the garbage that was being collected, it's a very
3: well, uh, a very heavily trafficked area. True,
1: but people with lots of garbage.
3: See what they should have done is landed the bounty on Alcatraz, mm. and then and then just beamed, beamed over. beamed, just beamed ashore. We know
1: mm. they to. That would have been really. cool. Who cool. the fuck did they leave on the ship to do all the beaming of, of Things. Shh.
3: Yeah, that was a thing. When <laughs> Spock returns from getting dropped off by before Kirk and what's her face go to dinner, he just walks to the ship and gets beamed up.
0: I mean, what you have to assume is someone had gotten back by then and gone on through the ramp.
3: I guess, yeah. But
0: that's... Yeah, it's right. Because they don't show that. It does seem weird.
3: Also, when they beam from the elevator in the hospital to just outside the ship, Mm. what was up with that?
1: They didn't want to let Jillian on board, maybe.
3: Yeah, but here's the thing. I recall... So, she has to go back to her costume shop uh, where she some, owns all like, those grubs. Some technical manual or something about Star Trek that site the reason why is site to site the reason like because you might wonder why are they why don't they always site-to-site site transport? Why do they have to go to the transporter room when they could just be like beam me from the bridge to the surface? Mm. But no, they always go to the transporter room. And the reason is that a site to sight transport is actually two transports mm. that you beam first. To the transporter room
1: so you're triangulating
3: but you're you, you don't materialize yeah so it beams you back and then it before you materialize it initiates a second transport to wherever you're going oh and it's and it takes a lot more energy and it occupies twice the transport buffers mm. uh, because you need to keep the person in both buffers wh- until it completes mm. otherwise they would not materialize anywhere so in that sense Considering their situation with the electricity on the ship and the radiation and the crystalline entity, they really should have just beamed them to the transporter room and saved themselves that second tra- that second transport. Secondly, they beam right outside the ship, and then they open the door to the ship, and McCoy and Chekhov walk on, yeah, and then they close the door, and then Kirk beams on... Why did he just say goodbye to his girlfriend and be like, all right, bye, I'm going to walk on the ship with these guys? Because,
0: because that is the needs of the story outweighing sense and reality. It mm-hmm. was so she could dive on him while he teleported.
3: Yeah, and there's another thing, lady. Come on. This is fucking future technology. You don't know what would ha- that It, it could safe. be a The
1: Fly incident. Exactly.
3: You could get freaking genetically merged with Shatner. Oof. Oh my god
2: Truly a fate worse than death Yeah
3: I mean Poor Shatner What, what oh, Did you get them? Well what we got Didn't last long No
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thankfully
0: Seventh Heaven Starring Stephen Collins And a two-headed Four-armed monster Composed Erics. of William Shatner And what's her name?
1: That would be Erick's <laughs> yeah. That's how Eric's people came to be <laughs> Oh my god They're just
0: transporter accidents mm. That evolved
1: Well definitely accidents That's for sure Oh
0: Womp, womp. Um,
3: I feel like I
2: made lots of good points during the film when we were watching it, now I can't remember anything I said. Uh, that that's useful. why I
3: take
1: notes. <laughs>
3: it's crazy. It's foolish. Alright, so I pointed out a bunch of stupid shit.
1: <laughs> my notes consist of things like Walter, why are you shit at running? And why with these Vulcan hats?
3: So, <laughs> <laughs> those, those Vulcan, Vulcan hats. hats were pretty good. But
1: also, Spock it, has really? run out of hats and has to be a ninja with his stupid headband.
0: Yeah. I mean, he just went with the outfit better than any hat they could have found. You could
1: have gotten a new fucking outfit. Beam an outfit from the surface to his quarters, and then you can put on that.
0: Yeah, I don't
3: understand. Does,
1: does McCoy have another of those coats? Because A, give it to me, and B, you can have Spock wear it for this episode.
3: Here's here's something that I don't get about Vulcan, right? So it was implied at the end of 3 that they're going to Mount Sinai, or whatever, Mount, <laughs> the Holy Mountain. on uh, Salea. Salea, Mount Salea on Vulcan. So it makes sense that it's very remote, and it's like... You know It's It's a sh- it's not like There's nothing around It's just like A, a temple basically yeah. But my assumption Would be that There must I mean Vulcan is an advanced civilization There should be like Giant cities And Yeah Futuristic shit Yeah So they're there for two months And they just hang out At Mount Saleh For two months Apparently Because they
0: show it In the background
3: Yeah They never mm-hmm. They never move the ship They never go like Hey Sarah, Do you mind if we hang out In your cool geodesic dome house <laughs> You know Or like Hey, could you take us to the Gap? Because, come on. No, um, we've been wearing these clothes yeah, for months. I've
2: been... You can take sh- us to the Gap.
3: Like, seriously. <laughs> fuck you, Vulcan. Like, they're probably... That's probably the thing. It's like They're like, they probably want the humans to think that this is what Vulcan is. <laughs> it's like, we don't want them in our city. We don't, uh, don't Start want, a whole tourism them,
0: industry. Yeah.
2: Becoming tourists here. Visiting yeah. on vacation. Vulcan
0: duck boats, but they don't have any water,
3: so it's pointless oh yeah I mean they, they even lava? show in yesteryear that Vulcan has city like areas weird ugly cities yeah but they should they should have been able to buy some new clothes yeah that's what I'm saying these guys have been wearing the same outfits for two months and that ain't that ain't smell check out
2: desert with uh, no water apparently yeah
0: check out got some new leather pants that's true but those
2: were really good out in the desert, yeah. with no water.
0: They were better
1: in San Francisco, looking for nuclear vessels. That's true. Yeah, that that outfit. Poor Walter, like.
0: Plus, you know, it was pleather, not leather. Probably. Which breathes even less.
1: I read that the scene, so the, the scene where the passersby are going by and they're checking everybody for nuclear vessels was an improvised scene. They just had a bunch of extras walking back and forth. They weren't the extras weren't supposed to talk. The one woman that they do interact with, who says like, "Oh yeah, I think those are an Alameda," ad libbed it, and they had to like give her her SAG status so that they could yeah. keep it in the film.
3: Yeah, because if you have a speaking line in a movie, you think you have to be a member of SAG. Is it? you think she did that on purpose? She's probably like, huh? I can get some extra pay. Today I'm gonna Fran Drescher I...
2: this shit. Fran Drescher is like one of the only people who was ever an extra who like became famous oh. from their work as an extra. Is oh, my okay. understanding like she was extraing really hard, and they were like, let's just give her a part in this movie. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
3: I liked the the guy that played the cop. He was his stone face was good. Yeah, very stern gentleman. So well, Walter hurt himself.
0: Literally.
1: literally.
2: Wait, in real life or just in the film? In the film. Okay, I was I, gonna say, I was like, Jesus, did he get fucking hurt again?
0: Gave himself the brain Koenig damage. Kaneg
2: really can't. Yeah, that's. That whole scene is unfortunate.
1: It's, it's. The scene with him running through the the USS Enterprise or another one? Not the USS Enterprise.
3: Yeah, it's the, the USS Enterprise. Well, it's supposed yeah. to be
0: the Enterprise in the movie, but in reality it was. There's another boat. The Sacramento? I something? don't remember. It was one a different. It was a different. Because the Enterprise was actually on patrol at that point. Mm. And amusingly, the ship that was standing in for the Enterprise was actually not a nuclear-powered aircraft carrier. It was uh, whatever the hell they use when it's not nuclear. Ca- mice, mice Co- running coal. in weeks. Oh,
3: dogs! <laughs> oh no! Um, but Ends yeah,
2: they
0: had the, they, ellipticals. They, <laughs> yeah, they had it stand in as the Enterprise. I also, I was, there was that bit where they're just like, you know, where Chuck was. It's the Enterprise, and that was a terrible checkup. That was like Chekhov and Scotty's weird baby.
2: I don't know how you would say it. We just saw him do it.
0: I've already forgotten. It's the
2: Enterprise.
0: But um, it's not good. And Kirk kind of looks confused. He understood. It's like, do you not remember the paintings or bad charcoal drawings from the recreation deck that showed like the old schooner and the aircraft carrier, dude? Like mm-hmm. you know exactly what that is.
3: Yeah, I like to imagine though, for a brief moment, Kirk was like, "God damn it, Chekov, you've gone crazy. <laughs> you were literally, you literally entered one A, two B, three C." zero, 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 destruct zero with me like a week ago. What? Three months ago.
2: Why would he be concerned by that? He didn't give it a second fucking thought when Bones was sitting in Spock's room shouting about needing to go to Vulcan. I don't think Kirk is really all that concerned with the mental well-being of his crew. That's true. That's a good point.
0: So do you figure the reason Sarek was on Earth conveniently was uh, to keep Starfleet or the Federation from extraditing the fuck out of Kirk? And everyone else, because I never thought of that till right now. Yeah, but it's what like is he
1: doing
2: there? Vulcan
0: is, you know, a major member of the Federation, and it's clear they know Kirk and company are there.
1: So what exactly are the Klingons doing in that in that big conference? Well,
0: the, he's the ambassador to the Federation.
1: The Klingon guy. Yeah. So they're nice now. Well,
0: no, I mean, they have ambassador. Christopher though. Lloyd even mentions in three that there are peace talks going on.
1: So why is Krug like trying to disrupt all this peace? Well, I don't think
3: I think Krug might have been a rogue. Krug has
1: just gone rogue. Yeah,
3: I don't think he was.
1: Well, in that case, the Klingons should be answering for that. Yeah, but and where's Carol Marcus in all of this to explain what the fuck is going on? They just Carol completely.
0: Yeah, she's wow. Wow. They've completely ditched her because the studio couldn't give a rat's ass. But yeah, I think like I mean, you know, it's 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 a fraught process, I'm sure. This guy probably thought maybe we can score some points this way, but you know, Sarek... why they had Sarek... why Sarek had to mention like you guys killed people first, and everyone else was like, oh yeah, they did do that. Yeah. It's like yeah, Jesus, it's, the, the, Federation. the crowd
3: reaction scenes during that scene, like the. <gasps> Ugh, that was terrible. Yeah. Too much. Um,
0: but yeah, no, I feel like it probably like I never thought about it before, but this time I was just like, wait a minute. They know where Vulcan is. They're a major member of the Federation. There's no reason they couldn't just send a ship to pick them up and be like, "You're under arrest." Well, well, maybe, but,
3: uh, maybe actually though, maybe that's why they're hanging out at Mount Solia because it is remote, oh, and, they're, and they're actually in hiding. Yeah, that, that would work.
0: But also again, like I said, Sarah could be there kind of keeping them off for now mm-hmm. because I mean yeah, you know, and there is a certain amount of autonomy for Federation members so I suppose they're still he could be there to be helping with the whole not handover but they are planning on going back maybe Sarek goes on ahead it's like alright so they're coming let's all be friends kind of thing like it actually all sort of makes sense if you mm, need yeah. it to because again I never, it never even occurred to me before right now like why didn't Starfleet just go and get them
3: and why did they leave why? like what is the in world explanation for why Savik was left behind on Vulcan like because she's still a Starfleet officer yeah right? she's like I'm staying here yeah that's a good question Like, she, like
1: trauma trauma from banging a baby
3: maybe I mean I, I guess the only explanation pregnancy, right? I guess that's that's the explanation that you could come up with is that she's staying behind to, to give birth yeah, they have yeah. Spock. I don't know and... why
1: they well, they cut that reference so that they wouldn't have to follow up on an error. <laughs> or, you know, be like Spock's a father now. This is a thing they have to deal with.
3: But here's the thing, for all we know, Spock is already a father because he tells so little about his personal life to any true. of his friends. <laughs> Did I mention I have an adopted sister?
0: No. <laughs> That's actually not that weird for him.
3: Yeah, I mean we're gonna find out soon that he has a brother. Yeah. That he never told mentioned, anyone about. Never mentioned. Vulcans don't talk about themselves. They no, really don't. Except
1: no. in that episode, what, the cloud minders, Or he just opens up about Pon Far with, uh, with that chick. Oh, yeah.
3: Weird. Yeah, but that, that went Pon far enough. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I do like the Klingon ambassador's version of events. Yeah. Uh, yeah, seriously. was like, Kirk. And, like, de- Kirk wow. developed the... Doomsday. doomsday device Genesis had device. his own son develop this for him, and so he could <laughs> unleash it on the Klingon people. It's like holy shit!
2: It's fucking fake news is what that is.
3: Yeah, I mean that
0: does certainly sound like that's probably the version of events the Klingon people were given. Well, oh yeah,
2: their version of Fox News. Yeah, that is
3: definitely. Uh, but I mean, that, that that's that is clever great Breitbart cause... version of what
0: happened. Well, that's the whole Cold War. You know, there's the yeah. version you give your people of what the devious Westerners or those filthy Ruskies did. So God,
2: he's a Rusky. That was a Yeah, that was the thing that really pissed me off, too. More than just, like, why didn't they have Sulu go and know where shit is in San Fran? They're fucking experts on the fucking eugenics wars that happened in 1996. They somehow forgot the Cold War. Mm. How long was that on? How did they forget that? How did Chekhov not know about the Cold War?
3: I mean, they do know about the Cold War because in Assignment Earth, they prevented it from becoming a hot war. True.
2: So then why would you send Chekhov to look for
1: nuclear vessels? It was supposed to be a quick in and out, like every experience yeah,
3: with Chekhov. The old in and out. <laughs> wow. Ah. Oh, poor
1: Walter.
0: They also probably thought, all right, if we send horror with him, oh, she'll she
2: behave. She
0: will keep him from being an idiot and running up to people and going, can you tell me where nuclear vessels are? <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh. It's like, damn it, Chekhov.
3: I look away no, for two she seconds. Was
0: into it. She was like, Yeah, where are the Wessels? Where the fuck is Almeida? <laughs> yeah, she wasn't
3: like, Chuck, just let me do the talking here. You think they banged at some point? I
0: hope so. Or I mean, off, just like, kind of bored, like, Yeah, we got time to kill. Why yeah. not? Used their 10 bucks to get into a shady ass motel. Oh, you mean during this movie? I mean the characters, not the actors.
2: No, but you mean just specifically during this movie?
0: I mean, maybe this is where it started.
2: Because they definitely were banging at some point, because she, he takes her, her shopping.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
2: He's carrying her bags around. If he puts yeah. in all that nice and doesn't get some sex out... <laughs> He's really getting the shaft.
0: Oh my! Well, she certainly isn't—at least not from him.
2: Oh. Anyway, I just to clarify that was deep sarcasm. Anybody that wants to think that I mean that, as I promise, I don't. But I do—I do think that they were in a, some sort of something at that point. Maybe just like or shopping something, and something. fuck friends. Maybe they were never like dating. But it's the future, so maybe there aren't really a lot of labels in the future. Maybe uh, there's just lots of fucking. Who knows? Yeah, friends
0: with benefits is just kind of so normal. They don't even call it that anymore. Yeah. It's that was
2: Ilya's culture. Well, and it's especially true. actually when there's like 500 of you on a ship and you spend like five years together, probably everybody was fucking and they probably did have to keep like fairly unemotional because...
0: Uh, well, I mean, again, there were jumping timelines here, but at the opening of Beyond, Kirk does mention they are, they're on a deep space mission for years. People do start fucking. Mm-hmm. Although they are not unemotional about it because poor Chekhov gets shoved out of a room angrily.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> again, that's because he's so... Quick. yeah that's
3: well that, you see that's the thing though that's that is why the development of holodex is so important in it Trek, really is because you really can't have all that fucking because no. a that stinks the place up yep and b you get you know you get accidental get
2: pregnancies and, and you like can't
3: like well i'm sure i'm sure they're all on various contraceptives while they're god
2: yeah it. think about how much easier like Intended sterility will be in the future. No, there's a, there's a <laughs>
3: novel
1: series that I'm in the middle of reading. Uh, I, think it's oh really, nice. I like where this is going. No, it's a uh, it's by Hugh Howey. It's amazing. It's the Silo series where all it's post apocalyptic. Everybody lives in a silo in the earth. Oh. and they've lived there for so long that they don't even they, they don't grain silo.
3: Like a missile it, silo, like a
1: missile silo, uh, but upside down into the earth.
3: Okay, sure. Well, that's how missile silos are. Missile silos are underground. Oh,
1: I'm thinking like a grain silo. Well, yeah, like <laughs> more like a
3: missile silo. Like where they launch the Phoenix. Yes. Yeah. Go on. Um, they live in a silo. They live
1: in a silo. And the important uh, element, uh, the, the relevant element, is as children, all the women are like temporarily sterilized, and when they hit a certain a a, a, a certain age, and b they get permission from the people who run the silo to this is my like our chance to try to get have have a child. They undo it, they see if they can do it get a child and then they redo it again. Mm-hmm. So that's controlling the population so that you know it's a silo. There's no fucking room to make yeah. an extra like dozens of kids.
0: Yeah. Huh. Anyway, uh Sharker. Is there anything else we've, yeah we've got
2: we all God damn it, I really wish I could remember what else I said. I had a, I feel like I had some some good salient points and I don't remember what they were. Was really mad about something. Uh, Spock's
1: jumped to the conclusion that they must be talking to whales. Let's go back and get a whale.
0: No, that's a good point. Well, I mean, being fair, he just thought, all right, some sort of sea creature.
1: Well, he, I think he skipped a couple of steps. He was like, what if they're not talking to people? Like Spock, where the fuck did that come from? Oh, because of the water thing.
0: Well, the transmission. You was start with, the with the there. Start
1: with that then. Start. Yeah. Connect the dots in the fucking order, or you're not gonna make the picture. This no longer looks like a horse. It looks like a like a tornado. <laughs> A sharknado? <laughs> a sharknado.
0: It no longer a looks whale like a they It looks like a
1: whalenado. A do, weedle,
3: needle. Needle. No, no. Kid.
0: Um, You're all doing it now.
2: Yep.
3: Uh, it's like an infection. Uh, just spreads. What else happened in this film? We just watched Well, that.
2: we got some of, like, the most iconic Star Trek lines ever. Like, mm. most people will know, you know, dialysis. What is this? The The... Dark, Dark Ages and Love Hello that. Computer. Oh, yeah. Hello and computer. Where Are Nuclear vessels? And Double Dumbass on You. Double yes. Dumbass
3: on You. It's a classic.
2: They oh. are not the Hell Your Whales.
3: Uh, the Punk. Oh, oh yeah, the assault, the assault on the Bus. Yep, that
0: actor apparently, I haven't seen it myself, but apparently appears as an aged punk, complete still with Boombox in the new Spider Man film. So, confirmed Star Trek how, how takes place the in the MCU. Film? The, the one that just, came, uh, Homecoming, the one that came out a couple of months ago.
2: The Voyage Home. Homecoming. <sighs> oh, holy shit. I know, I've cracked the code.
0: Yeah, I love they got away with someone flipping the bird in a PG movie. I'm impressed.
3: Yeah. It's also the closest we get to fuck you in Star Trek. Also, the, the uh, the conversation in Jillian's pickup truck. hmm that that whole conversation with Kirk and Spock
1: about the pizza, about getting pizza, yeah, about
3: getting Italian. <laughs> do you like food. Italian? No, no. no. Yes, <laughs> no.
2: And, yeah. and you? I, love, I Italian love Italian, and so me. do you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of really good, like trying to remind Spock how people do right? I, in this movie, which I love.
0: I, I want to know the story as to when Spock tried Italian and how he knows he, because he. He really clearly does not like Italian. I mean, he didn't like it so much that he just like just dropped me
3: off. So yeah, just just like, I don't even want I don't fuck even want dinner. I anymore. wonder if
1: that was just Kirk was like I can't deal with Spock anymore. He's mm. too, he's still recovering. He doesn't get people. No, more like he wanted to put
2: Jillian in the bone zone. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want Spock third wheeling it up with his weird
1: bullshit mm, headband.
0: Which is too bad because I would love to have seen Spock's reaction to Michelob. Uh
1: this is not logical. You'd <laughs> probably
2: love it, son of a bitch.
0: Mm. Look, I'm from Vulcan. We, we actively enjoy things that make us sad. Yes. Or whatever. I've never had Michelob. Maybe I'm being unfair, but it's kind of fun to say. Yeah, it's fun to say. Michelob. I mean, again, I'm, I'm personally, I'm no beer snob. I have enjoyed cheap beers but
3: it, apparently whatever they gave the actors to drink yeah they no they did not eat. enjoy it
2: yo what about this douchebag colleague of Jillian's oh yeah who like kind of seems to want to like hit that and then like sort of doesn't understand why she's upset that they take the whales in the middle of the night well he's
0: constantly nagging her
3: yeah
1: why did they take the whales in the middle of the night to like to avoid a,
0: a media circus
1: wouldn't an aquarium want an media circus cuz that's how you make fucking yeah you get some money for publicity. that shit
3: thank you yeah. Also raise awareness for Yeah, awareness for whale yeah. issues. Yeah, no, especially, I mean... Money. Because think of the fucking news story, right? So they would do a big media circus for the whales being released. Yep. Announce
1: then, then Gracie is pregnant, man. And yep. then
3: the very next day, you find out that they've been they've been caught by whalers in up mm-hmm. by Alaska. Huge outcry. Public no, would no, have not eaten th- that
0: up. Not that they would have necessarily known that was going to happen, but...
3: Yeah, but they would have figured it out. I mean, because yeah. if the if the if the, the the crew of the Enterprise didn't intervene, they would have gotten yeah got caught whales like those,
0: those,
2: those. right away.
0: Yeah,
2: man. And how Good about job. some of that fucking footage they used of them actually oh. being like cutting up whales? Do we think that was do, unpleasant. do you? I know Ames, you're sort of our research guru. Did you? Was there any? Was there any effect on like how? what conservation efforts were being made for whales based because of this movie like did anything like that come out of it
1: i mean i f- feel like it
2: must have cuz i feel like i grew up Knowing that we have to save the whales, right? Like, wasn't save the like doesn't save the whales sound like a familiar thing to you guys as yeah, well? Yeah, well, of course
3: it is, but I, I don't know if it was because of this movie or if this movie was a result of save the whales. I, I would s- love I'd to say know. The,
1: I'd say the latter, but
3: yeah. that stuff was still going
0: strong by the time I was in elementary school, and yeah, save the whales a was a couple big. of years later. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: don't know the timeline off the top of my head of like how whaling industry has been been affected by things, but.
2: Hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm curious. I mean, this was definitely the the Star Trek movie with the conservation message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which feels very Nimoy esque to me. Hmm.
2: No, wait, Nimoy didn't do this one, did he? Yes, he did. He, did. he directed it. Okay. Yep. 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 So you mentioned Nicholas Meyer, did he just do the screenwriting?
1: Yeah, he did some screenwriting. Oh, Okay, okay.
0: So well, basically, he, he did
1: the middle chunk when they went back in time.
0: All all the best Star Trek movies involve Nicholas Meyer. Is the lesson here? Is he on six? Yep. He writes and directs C6. again So mm.
3: And he got such a And Nimoy got such a good performance Out of Bill Because he respected him so much <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I got Also because, because it was a, a comedy And he kind of embraced research.
1: Bill's like quirkiness Yeah
0: Yeah
2: yeah. this was like One of the few times When I didn't feel like Shatner really did anything That was that cringeworthy mm. There was there was some weird Or there was like the,
0: His reaction You His reaction When Spock was in the tank You specifically called that It was very cartoonish Oh, yeah, because so, he just,
2: like, clapping his hands to his face and, like, but I loved it. Like, it felt right. Like, what would you do if your fucking nah. crazy best friend was in the whale tank in his skivvies? <laughs> I think yep. that was the correct reaction.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough.
2: Maybe they're
1: singing to that man.
0: <laughs> Love that woman.
3: Now, I'm trying to remember. Are there other times when the mind meld is, like, a two-way conversation? Uh, I feel like it's usually... He, they
2: talk... Doesn't he talk to that... Doesn't that amoeba
1: cloud thing
2: in the animated series, oh, I remember. or is that sort of just talking through him?
0: I that was that no, that was
1: that you. was uh, nothing was talking because we could hear its voice.
0: I mean, the thing is, thoughts are always shared, so it's not too much of a stretch to say they yeah. could create a conversation out of it. That's true,
3: mm. I always just felt like usually when you see the mind melt, he's like more just reading the mind. Doesn't the he converse
2: family. with the Horda? Mm. No, Don't they actually have just, pain? I mean, just, pain. Yeah, I think he just said pain, oh, pain, and he, thought, and he
3: realized what the hoarder's problem was. Mm.
2: Okay, I thought they had a. a but maybe he before.
3: did. Maybe they did because then they got the hoarder to agree to my to dig tunnels for them. Yeah, so they must have had to talk. And the hoarder picked up English. That's was able to did, write did, them a message. didn't know how to say...
0: No kill eye. No kill eye. And it certainly how wasn't you feel? necessarily quite as plain a conversation as we think <laughs> of it, because he did mention, you know, he was pretty sure he was able to get across their intention. Yes. So it
3: wasn't quite as direct. Picturing the Horda, instead of writing no kill eye, it writes Kirk is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they read it in Spock's mind. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, oh my god, I want plastic. someone to go back and like
0: CGI Yeah, and...
2: photoshop that shit. I would love to see that. his oh. grammar's gotten better. Mm. Oh sorry, Kirk is jerk. No. <laughs> Kirk R jerk. Kirk R jerk. <laughs> Just the letter R. Aww. Somehow somehow the Horda has learned to understand that like, you know, we can use letters for words like that even though
0: mm-hmm. And it's got an emoji frowny face at the end. Kirk our jerk frowning face
2: more like laughing crying face
3: or that James Coppenman James Doohan was uh, on fire this movie what was he doing what was he doing a lot he had the best lines <laughs> of this movie I think like, yes every every line, everything he said was gold
2: and he yeah. and, and he and bones were fantastic when uh you know bones is like I told him you know that you were coming to visit and they didn't seem to know anything about it and Scotty is all like oh they didn't know about me visit oh god <laughs> <and he laughs> like, millions of miles yeah. Thousands, thousands, thousands of miles. <laughs> the two I, of them together are
1: amazing. It was wonderful.
2: I loved them together so much. I kind of
0: like that no one questioned why this supposedly Scottish engineer has a an American Southern assistant.
3: Yes. Who
0: refers to Edinburgh Edinburgh as home for himself as well? Like,
3: well, yeah, you know, you be ex, expat. You know. No, I know. It's
0: still just kind of funny though. Don't bury yourself in the
3: role. <laughs> Yeah. I do also like how, like, when they're doing the, the famous computer scene, it's yeah. McCoy that hands him the mouse to talk <laughs> into. Like, McCoy's like, oh, obviously you're talking to the mouse. And they're
0: both so pleased with the revelation.
3: <clears throat> ah, yeah. Hello, computer. the have a keyboard. How, how quaint. quaint.
2: I love the look on his face when he says, hello, computer. Like, <laughs> yay. James Doohan gives such great face in these movies, like, all the time. And he has, again, some of the greatest lines in this film. Yeah. Because he's, um... I mean, there, there'd be whales here. But there was something at the beginning as well that was really a, good. A
3: reading Klingon is hard?
2: Yeah, yeah, you know. the yeah.
3: Swapped so out the Klingon food
0: packs. They were giving me a sour stomach. what that was.
2: And then he also takes a dig at, like, at uh, Kirk being overly emotional or something. <laughs> yeah. He's very emotional, isn't he? Oh, what the fuck else is
3: new? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh,
0: gold star for James doing.
3: So, the computers in the original series at least and we don't really see a lot of them interacting too much with the computer in the movies not much yeah but they're they're often interacted with i don't remember them really ever interacting with the computer verbally like they're always using switches and buttons and stuff
2: no but no there was um there was okay so during Wolf in the Fold, aren't they, like, computer, look up, brr There's lots of voice command. What
0: that? Yeah, but yeah. you're right, though, in that there is a decent amount of voice command, but they also do often access information. Like, I feel like talking to the computer a uh, shitload doesn't kick in until TNG. Well, yeah, TNG. Whereas TNG. in TOS, there is a more... Even mix of accessing information by talking to it and accessing information by pushing yeah, buttons. Yeah, I
3: just don't feel like the keyboard would have been that foreign a concept for Scotty.
0: Yeah, hmm. uh, certainly Mac OS well, One yes. or whatever that was was not a foreign concept. Yeah, to him he certainly. definitely
3: he. I, now that's the thing that wasn't that was a pretty good product placement for the Mac, I think. Yeah, because um, I don't think you know the Macs had to have been fairly new on the scene. When this movie came well, out. Well,
2: but Macs never got big until a lot later yeah. either, anyway. They were
3: pretty big, I think, in the 80s.
2: Were they? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Nowhere near as wasn't big the as they first, are now, wasn't obviously. the first,
3: like, big-budget Super Bowl commercial, the the one for that was for the... For oh, the, the um the 1984 Mac one, I think so. Yeah, with the with the sledgehammer girl. Yeah.
1: Anything else relevant to our journey today? Because I have to pee soon. <laughs> oh, I
3: think we're good. We've we've, we've journeyed home.
0: Yeah, no, we... we uh...
1: Good voyage, everyone.
0: Yes. Yes, the uh story begun with Star Trek two is wrapped up now.
3: And now we have Baby fucking wheels. <laughs>
2: See I don't I don't share your love of six, Chris. So the next two movies for me are there's nothing there's nothing good left for me in this series.
0: Well, six though is certainly better than five.
2: So is being shot in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: well, fair enough. With that bombshell, this has been a Star to Steer her by episode fifty-three. Ooh. Thank you very much for joining us. Please do find and like our Facebook page. We are on Twitter and Tumblr as sshb podcast. Do please subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting application. And if you use or at least have iTunes, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Four stars to hear her Bye. This has been Chris.
1: This has been Aim. This has been Caitlin.
0: And this is always Jake. Thank you very much for listening.
2: Be sure to tip your baby, baby fucking
1: wheels. <laughs> Double dumbass on you. <laughs>
3: I'm glad we both did that Oh, they are very pleased with themselves Uh, It wasn't planned It
2: wasn't (laughs) We just knew We have a psychic link Mm -hmm. God, yeah, think about how much easier like intended sterility will be in the future They probably
0: just... Beam all the eggs right out of the women and like beam Into out space. the guys nuts.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yikes.
2: <sighs> <sighs> there's a good. There's they a good.
3: Uh, empty scrotum. <laughs> well, they even beam in fake nuts. Oh, okay. You know? They
1: have a. They're, they're, there's an industry that does that for dogs. Yes, there is. It's weird. Yeah. They, well, yeah, yeah. Because you got to remove them to fix
2: them. There's a
3: whole industry that does that for, for pickup trucks too.
2: <laughs> uh, You're that unfamiliar. was really
1: good. I have no you've idea. Never gonna... You've, you've I've never seen
2: pickup truck? You've
1: never seen the so scroll? Oh, I have. Okay, yes, though. They're so stupid. Intensely yeah. stupid.
2: Yeah. <laughs>